Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Don't worry, John Ramos is here as well. I'm going to have Greg, who's behind John, me. John Ramos show at the bottom of the hour. <laughs> I can't even get through an introduction without having drops inundated. But Vamanos, Ramos. There will be a new John Ramos show coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, By the did, way, John yeah? was just complaining that this is the longest show he's ever done. <laughs> hey. Yes. In about 30 minutes, that hourglass is going to stop dropping sand. I'm telling you that much. 30 minutes, uh, John Ramos show. That's going to be right after we speak with Lincoln Kennedy, and we've got to get 
to the bottom of victory lap gate that uh, may or may not have happened in oh, Kansas yeah. City. We'll talk to the College Football Hall of Famer and the Raiders radio analyst coming up in about 15 minutes or so here on Fox Sports Radio. Thursday night football, they're in fact, Jonas, changing the signs of CenturyLink Field to Lumen Field, which will be the new name of the stadium. Because Hello, Lumen. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a very good transition. I thought... I'm only looming, <laughs> a flesh and blood. I'm red. Can I just call it Seahawks Stadium? Can I just call it the Kingdom? Is that okay? <laughs> that would be Why great. Not? Yeah, that'd be great. I'm calling it the Kingdom from now on. I wish they could tear down that stadium and rebuild the Kingdom. That would be amazing. Oh, I would man. love that. The greatest thing about the Kingdom, and I don't want to hear any Bo Jackson stupid jokes. But was this? They had the Seahawk logo, and you know how the two colors kind of trail the back of the logo. Yeah. It stretched like fifty yards, so you just had like this really long color. It was so cool. I loved. Uh, I loved it, watching games at the Kingdom. It, I, it just. I remember what. I don't know why the, these games stood out to me, but it felt like they were on the Sunday night game a lot, or it might have been the TNT. But I think it was the Sunday night game. Um, yeah, when it, it was wasn't ESPN. as good of a package. Yeah, yeah. well, it was it was it was Mike Patrick, it was Joe Theismann, and Al McGuire. I think were the three guys, or Paul McGuire. Paul McGuire. Yeah. yeah, and I just remember watching a lot of Seahawks games late, and just that for whatever reason that Seahawk logo and decal stood out to me. And then they'd show it on the graphics, and maybe they'd be playing the Broncos because a lot of people don't remember this. For you, you uh, Johnny Come Latelys, no offense, Ramos, you Johnny Come Latelys who just started watching football the past five, six years, and you you just learned what play-action pass means. The Seahawks used to be part of the AFC West, okay? Hate to break the news for you. The Seahawks were a part of the AFC West before uh, you were even thought of as a football fan. <laughs> Dan, Dan Byer and I paid our damn dues watching the Seahawks. There, there's a good reason why I think you remember them on Sunday Night Football. Number one, because they were never good enough to be the marquee game on NBC <laughs> late in the afternoon. Like, that was either the Raiders or the Broncos. Or, or the 49ers. 49ers sure. and Rams were all were a part of the late games as well, too. This was before but, Sunday tickets, so there weren't a lot of options. Yeah, but you also had, because the Seahawks were in the AFC, it was NBC that had the AFC package so if they could show a Raiders game or a Broncos game that's likely who they were going to show like very rarely would they be up be up in Seattle but it's also because back then the NFL made it a requirement that teams appeared on a national broadcast at least once a season so that would have been an opportunity for them to appear now they were on Monday Night Football uh, and, and I've told the, the many stories about Monday Night Football and the Seahawks, but they were on a little bit more often in the '80s. But in the '90s, when they bottomed out, they would throw them on like a you know a Sunday night game because they wouldn't want to appear on Monday night just because they were no good. And that's where I think a lot of people ended up watching them on uh, on Sunday Night Football. And, and let me tell you something: all the, the people out there who are like, "Oh my God!" See, first of all, Dan McGuire. What was he like seven eight? All right, he was basically George Mirasan, but he was yoked. Dan McGuire at quarterback. Um, what was it? Was it Brian Blades or Benny Blades? Well, Brian Blades was the wide receiver, but Brian, yeah, Brian Blades was there in the in the late eighties. Kind of took the torch from Steve Largent, and Dan McGuire didn't play a lot because it was he ended up being a a bust. But yeah, he was the team's first round pick in the early nineties. Dave Craig, Kurt yeah. Warner before the actual Kurt Warner. There was there was the other 
another Kurt Warner. I mean, there there was listen, there there was some legitimate talent for the Seattle Seahawks back in the day. All right. And by the way, when you mention NBC football, if you've got to think of one broadcaster from the old NBC football AFC package, who's the broadcaster you think of? The play by play guy. No doubt, no doubt. Don Crickey. Bingo, bingo. It's <laughs> not on the phone. That's right. Don Cricky, man. It's <laughs> not on the phone. Uh, Don Cricky here with Bob Trumpy. That's, that, it was Don Cricky and Bob Trumpy. Yes. Charlie Jones would always do the Charger games because he lived in San Diego. He's Don on the phone. And, and then, if, <laughs> by the way, if we're going to talk about the Seahawks and Cardinals, but if we could get any Don Cricky like, throwing it to Bob oh, Trumpy man. in the booth before we go to break, that would be awesome. So the, good. The, uh, and then Dick Enberg would end up doing the Broncos games because they were always they were always the top team. But the Seahawks and Cardinals, I saw a stand on the NFL Network that the all-time series is 21-all, and it made me think, I'm like, geez, before they became division rivals, as he said in 2002, I don't remember many Seahawks-Cardinal games. And maybe the craziest stat of all, because the Cardinals ended up moving to Phoenix in like 1987, 1988 in that time, the Seahawks played only one game in St. Louis in their entire history, which was in 1983. So the, the NFL now has a schedule that is basically clockwork when you're, you make sure that you play at least uh, – every other team in the NFL at least once in that four-year window. That wasn't the case in the early NFL days where you wouldn't get – cross-conference matchups on the regular like you would have to wait like just looking at it here the Seahawks ended up playing the Cardinals in 1976 their original year when they were actually in the NFC but didn't and when they moved to the AFC the next year they didn't play the Cardinals until 1983 and then didn't play them again until 1989 so you had like these six-year gaps where you wouldn't play teams from the other conference and it was weird to see AFC teams go against NFC teams God, they didn't even get to see Stony Case what a bummer like no Stony Case uh, in Seattle, you didn't get uh, the uh, Stony Case playing for the Cardinals <laughs> there back was, then. There was there was there was very limited that and very limited Neil Lomax oh, by uh, the way, exposure. <laughs> I forgot about Neil Lomax. By the way, um, have to, have any and and this is staying on the subject of Seattle. By the way, uh, Seahawks Cardinals uh, Thursday night football on Fox later on tonight. Have any two teams not in a division played themselves more often? than Seahawks Vikings. It's every single year. Every single year. And that if it's not if it's not in the regular season, it's in the postseason. Every year they're playing each other. What gives? Yeah, they do play a lot and it seems like they play a lot in Seattle. Like there they didn't yeah, it didn't seem like it. I, I think maybe Seattle's played one game in the in the new US Bank. I, I believe I, they, they played more. I, I went and saw a preseason game once in the Metrodome that the Seahawks played. Yeah. But, that it, yeah, no, you're right. And it's it, it seems like they end up playing in Seattle every single season as well. So I'm sure Viking fans aren't necessarily happy with that. But that's a very so, good point. If, if you don't mind me saying so I'm, I'm refusing to – what is it? Newman's? Is that what they're calling it now? At Lumen Field. Oh, Newman's. Right, Lumen. And they're, good, they're wearing their action green jerseys, but only the tops tonight just going with the blue pants, which I would rather them go all green. 
Uh, the the, uh, the matchup tonight isn't about the Seahawks who've beaten the Cardinals 21 times or the Cardinals who have beaten the Seahawks 21 times. It's about Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. And when you look at Kyler Murray, you're thinking, hey, MVP, this guy is, I mean, what a, what a play. Uh, newsflash, the play last week was really made by DeAndre Hopkins. If any one of the three Bills knocks the ball away, we aren't talking about Kyler Murray's scramble. But because Kyler Murray is checking the boxes of second-year quarterback, guy who racks up a lot of stats, guy who's a ball hog stealing the uh, running back touchdown numbers at the goal line, Kyler Murray checks all of them. And this is coming from a Kenyon Drake owner in fantasy football. So I am well aware of what Kyler Murray does at the goal line. But, Jonas, when you look at these two quarterbacks on a marquee game on Fox tonight on national TV, this is your opportunity. If you haven't seen Kyler Murray, you are really getting your your look at him. And seeing him against another MVP candidate whose candidacy has hit the ropes over the last couple of weeks it could be a game of MVP survivor tonight when these two teams play. Yeah, and, and by the way, the thing about Kyler Murray, what he does that I've never seen another quarterback do, this is another change I'd like to make. Uh, I'm going to go back to calling him the Phoenix Cardinals. I've just decided that. <laughs> I just think it sounds better. Yeah, I um, agree. And maybe, look, maybe it's just because I have X in, the la- in my last name, so I just I have a, a preference for the X in the Phoenix. But I, when you watch Kyler Murray, I've never seen a quarterback with that kind of burst before. He, it's like a shooting star. He just darts out of the pocket. Like, there's been quarterbacks that have been really fast. Russell Wilson, younger days, could get out of the pocket and, and move around and make plays with his feet. Mike Vick was really, really fast. Kyler Murray's got this burst to where he's there one minute and then he's not there. And he doesn't take big hits because he's really low to the ground. And so there's a lot of similarities between these guys, but I would say the burst from Kyler Murray is what jumps out to me. You don't have to know a damn thing about football. Turn on this game tonight, having never seen a game, and that'll just look different. Whether it means he's going to end up being an all-time great or not, I have no clue. But as of right now, I've never seen a quarterback with that kind of burst. Fair or unfair, and I know it's the AP voters who determine the National Football League's most valuable player, and they aren't just sitting there watching one game but this is where this is how narratives are developed and I think that you're going to see it tonight curious to see on how much the Seahawks can run the ball with Carlos Hyde as uh, back in the lineup as being their number one back as Chris Carson's not likely to play but to your point about Kyler Murray even when he makes the wrong reads at the goal line he's still so fast and quick that no one can tackle him anyway, and he still gets into the end zone. So like, you don't even need the fake because he's he's so darn good. But I do think that tonight sets the stage of who's going to who's going to take a a lead above the other. Maybe yeah. Patrick Mahomes is in first place. I do believe that Russell Wilson bounces back tonight and plays really well. I actually think the short week really helps him. Being at home is not as much of an advantage because of no fans. But I do believe that the Russell Wilson that we've seen over the last two weeks can easily be corrected, and I think we're going to see that tonight. No, I agree. And then also your point on Patrick Mahomes, it's almost like people have failed to actually look at his numbers. Like They just, oh, you know, yeah, Patrick Mahomes and they're winning games. Guy's got one pick. He's got one interception all year. He's been unbelievable all season long. And he had the one game where he was a little bit off against the Raiders. And I'm not trying to compare this and say it's uh, you know the same thing as his previous MVP season because it's not. But he's been unbelievable this year. But but we went into this, a lot of people pointing out, because there were, we were all looking for something to talk about, MVP odds are out now before the season. And Russell Wilson had never even gotten a vote. And so because of that conversation, then it turned into, oh, well, of course Russell Wilson's going to win the MVP. 
Well, now you're seeing it play out, and you go, oh, well, it's actually going to be much tighter, much more close race than what we previously thought based on the narrative going in. It's like Alex Smith and the Comeback Player of the Year Award. Everybody just assumed that's going to be Alex Smith. And now you're watching Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers that are 9-0. and And you're thinking, well, you know, Ben was also gone. And then you've got Cam Newton. What's, what's his finish of the season going to look like? So, yeah, these races are interesting, but I do think there are going to be a, a segment of the – public watching this game that maybe has never paid attention to a full Seahawks game or a full Cardinals game that is going to make their decision on the MVP tonight. Based on who wins, right or wrong, it may not be fair, but they're going to make their pick tonight between the two based on who wins this game and who looks better. It's the way it goes. Yeah, the the narrative is a true thing because I actually thought that Russell Wilson the last two seasons has been the MVP at the midway point of the season. But we saw how Lamar Jackson's star took off last year. And it's not meant to be a knock on Patrick Mahomes, but we really started to take notice after the five-touchdown game that he had a couple of weeks ago against the Jets. You know, like you're like, oh, okay, like – Five touchdowns against the Jets, and all of a sudden we're like, "Hey, what, Patrick Mahomes?" Or you know, and I just—that's what happens. That's what happens when you have these narratives. They end up drawing a lot of interest, and as much as you hate it, it's true. And and also, you pointed this out when we were talking before the show. Why was Kyler Murray even mentioned as an MVP possibility going into the season? Second year quarterback. It's like in an offense after years where Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes were second year MVPs. In an offense that allows you to have the football in your hands the entire time, whether it be running or throwing the football. Like it's 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 why I think like like being an Oklahoma quarterback <laughs> automatically puts you in the top five of the Heisman. It doesn't matter. Like your your defense is going to give up forty two points, so you're going to score forty nine, and your numbers are off the charts, and you're automatically in. When there are other guys who may be sitting out third and fourth quarters and aren't able to rack up those numbers. But the problem I have with it is Oklahoma's one thing because we know okay that offense is that offense. It's it's the same team, and it's you know a, a very productive quarterback or a very talented quarterback who's going to be in the conversation. That I get. This whole second year in the league, this is the MVP season because it happened two years in a row. Like all of a sudden, it's a formula. It, yeah. It's a vote. If Kyler Murray comes out and plays really well, but the defense stinks and they miss the playoffs, are you just going to automatically give him the MVP? Because, well, that's the formula. It's the second. No, no, no. It it happened with with, uh, Lamar Jackson last year, and it happened with Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't mean that that's how it always has to be. So this idea that we just assumed Kyler was going to be, and that's part of this, that Kyler was going to be in the MVP conversation going into the season. No, he's played well. Last week was more about Hopkins and it was Kyler Murray and I'm fascinated to see how it goes uh, down the stretch of the season but if you gave me a vote right now and said all right who's a more valuable player Patrick Mahomes or Kyler Murray this year I would go Patrick Mahomes I think I think Patrick Mahomes is a more valuable player than Kyler Murray is but people got to follow these made up uh, uh, formulas so they can come up with an opinion in an offseason because we were all tired of talking about Tiger King that's all that's it was Justin Herbert 2021 NFL MVP that's it it's over that's the yes <laughs> It's over. That's the way it works. Uh, Dan Byer, Jonas Knox, in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. Get Dan on Twitter, at Dan Byer on Fox. Uh, coming up next, he is a Hall of Famer. He is a Fox Sports Radio host, and he is going to get to the bottom of the latest scandal in the NFL. Find out who we're talking about next here on FSR. Good afternoon, everyone. Don Crickey with Bob Trump. Yeah, great. Yes. Day. 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. He's Jonas Knox. I'm Dan Beyer. Glad to have you with us here on FSR as the music has stopped. It is over. That's all right. It's all good. It leaves more time for the John Ramos show that comes up in about uh, 10 minutes or so. It also leaves more time for us to talk to uh, a college football Hall of Famer, 
a Raiders radio analyst, former NFL lineman, and uh, our teammate here at Fox Sports Radio, where you can hear him at 6 a.m. Eastern time, Saturday morning with Anthony Gargano, part of the fellas here on FSR. Good buddy Lincoln Kennedy joins us here on Fox. Hey, Link, how are you doing? Wonderful, guys. How about yourself? Thanks for What's having up, me. Link? Uh, give us give us the details. Were you on the bus for the victory lap? What what have you heard about what went down in Kansas City? Is this much ado about nothing? What do you know about victory lap 2020 in Kansas City, the first time the Chiefs and Raiders met? Well, I tell you what, what, what I heard was that there was a smart aleck uh, bus driver that uh, didn't care too much for the Raiders. Uh, I think he was a Chiefs fan, glorified Chiefs fan. And so he was a little upset uh, when and, and when they heard about it, they, you know, he was disgruntled and didn't want to take off. I think a, a Gruden or somebody, because Gruden has a lead bus, told him, okay, he has to follow us, so let's just take a lap around the stadium. So I think that's how that went down. <laughs> First of all, that's brilliant by John Gruden. He actually seemed like he was legitimately bothered that it was even being discussed. And I know him and Andy Reid have a good relationship. Did, was there – was there any sort of regret from Gruden doing that to Andy Reid, or are those guys just having fun with each other? It was doing it to Andy Reid. Like you said, it was doing it to, because the bus driver was being a jerk. But the thing was is that you know, everyone kind of played it up like Gruden was out to do it you know, against the Chiefs. And, hey, look, if I'm Derek Carr, I would love to take a victory lap. I had one there. So, I mean, like, you know, I, I would definitely take it. And, and of course, the Raiders rivalry uh, versus the Chiefs, you don't really have to do much to get that fired up. You don't need any bullets and blur material, but somebody seemed to want to run with that story, uh, and, and that's how to call a little fire. Lincoln Kennedy joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. You mentioned Derek Carr, and you mentioned that win in Kansas City. It was his best game of the season. I, it may, maybe the Saints game could rival it, but with what was at stake, what was the difference uh, with Derek Carr in that game, and as it translated over the last month or so as they've won their last three? First of all, they outplayed the Chiefs, uh, and the Chiefs were outcoached to a degree. Because if you remember that game, when the Chiefs had the ball with their first possession, they were running for about four or five yards of crack. And then Andy Reid, and they got away from it. They just wanted to throw the ball. That, that really played into the Raiders' hands because the Raiders didn't have an answer for the run, and it would have been a long day if the Chiefs would have stayed with that game plan. With that being said, after that, they woke things up because the, the Raiders were able to have some quick strikes and big plays. Typically, John Gruden is the type of coach that wants to win the time of possession clock. He wants to matriculate down the field, get first downs, you know, both run and pass. He doesn't do a lot of big plays, though he does call for at least four to five big plays of 20 yards or more per game. It's just not typical how he takes strikes. But Derek saw something in that defense, saw that the defense was jumping uh, certain players when they were when they, in certain routes, Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. And there was times where he's like, I'm going to test rugs. And the first one, was, I think it was 43 yards, uh, that 50-50 ball that Ruggs went up and got, that won Derek over. And, and Derek started talking to John on the sidelines, talking about, look, if you trust me, let me have some of these because I've got some big plays. I think we can do it. And, uh, and Gruden let him go. He turned him loose, and that's what happened. He had some big plays in that game. Link, what's the difference between Derek Carr this year and previous seasons? He's got more weapons. Just that simple? Just that simple. They, they, they look, they, they commit it. Resources in the draft this past year, getting Brian Edwards going and getting you know Henry Ruggs the third. They knew they had Darren Waller. They knew they had Hunter Renfro. They knew they had Josh Jacobs. A running game is always a quarterback's best friend. But the difference for Derek this time is he's got weapons, and and it's very similar to what Kansas City has. Look, Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback, but I don't think anybody could deny 
that they, that the Chiefs do have weapons around him. You know, an outstanding tight end, number of receivers, so they've got weapons and a creative offensive coordinator. That's basically what happened for Derek. It opened up once he got weapons. Lincoln Kennedy joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Jonas Knox. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb. Of course, Link, a part of the Raiders radio analyst, former NFL lineman, college football Hall of Famer, and here I'm with Anthony Gargano on the fellows on Saturdays here on Fox Sports Radio. So how what is the mountaintop for this team? Because, honestly, when we talk about the AFC, we're talking about the Chiefs, we're talking right. about the Steelers, we're talking about the Ravens, and, and maybe what's going wrong in New England. But... When, when we look at the wild card, Cleveland's in it, Miami's in it, the Raiders are obviously in it. What is, what is the peak for this team? What is the goal? How far can they actually go with this squad? I came into the season thinking the Raiders were a 9 or 10 win team. That would have put them square in a wild card race. Um, one of my biggest critics, uh, uh, complaints of the team is that they can't really look anywhere as far as playoffs aspirations or beyond until they beat the Chiefs. Well, they did that in week five. They've got the rematch uh, this uh, this week, this weekend, Sunday night. But even if they split with the team, they think they've answered a big call that they hadn't had before. They answered a big hurdle, uh, got over a big hurdle, and that was finding a way to beat the Chiefs. This division is not a gimme. It's not easy. And especially if the Chargers get healthy, I think the Chargers can be dangerous. Uh, the Broncos are still probably a year or two away, but it is what it is. But that being said, you know, you talk about teams that they still have to play the Raiders. They still have to play the Dolphins who are in the, mine, or who are in the, the playoff line. Indianapolis are in the playoff hunt. They've already taken care of Cleveland, so they own the tiebreaker there. But you got to consider uh, things happening with Buffalo. Who's going to win that division? Mm-hmm. And because they lost to Buffalo, then they lose the tiebreaker, head-to-head matchup tiebreaker. So that could come back into view, say, if Miami wins the division. Um, all that to say this, I think this is a playoff-caliber team. They're not, to me, a championship-run team this year. But I think they can get, get in there and disrupt and maybe win a game or two. Link, what is the – obviously we know they leave the O.co, they go to Las Vegas. Uh, just on television, I've never been there because no fans have been allowed to go there. Right. It looks it looks unbelievable, just the presentation, where it's located, the design, all of that. It's by far and away, in my opinion, the best-looking stadium on the inside. Talk about the difference between calling games there as opposed to what you were calling up in Oakland. Well, you already know the old, the old Coliseum up there was a dilapidated dump, so um, you had to go into details about that one. But no, you know, Allegiant, it really is beautiful. When the fans are able to come back in, they're going to enjoy it. And I really think it can truly be one of those home field advantages for the for the Raiders, um, much like you know Minnesota, Seattle, Kansas City are their respective stadiums. Um, there's been the Vegas has welcomed the team with an open arm, open arms. The stadium is absolutely wonderful, and, and Brent and I have to call games both home and away from Allegiant, so we can't travel with the team. So it's, what's different for me is watching the game on TV and calling it from the TV, but that's the way of the world right now. But Allegiant is gorgeous, and, and you guys will thoroughly enjoy it. If you can get over the ticket prices, because once they, once they do open up things, that bad boy is going to be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final one for me, Lincoln Kennedy joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Are they going to be able to feel the defense on Sunday nights because of the COVID issues? Yeah, you know what, the cautionary, just like they had the situation with the offensive line, they had to send the ones who were in close proximity, including the Furrow home, uh, and then they have to pass what they said, I think five days' worth of tests. Well, that'll put them right at Sunday morning if everything's negative. So good news was today all the players that, that tested other than Cleveland were uh, negative. So then they just have to do Friday and Saturday and Sunday. If, they do, if all the negative tests come back, then those players will be playing. 
Link, uh, I am uh, on the undercard for you and Anthony Gargano here on okay. Fox Sports Radio. Yes, You're the know, main John. event. You do a wonderful job, bro. Oh, but here's my question for you. How, how's Gargano doing? The Eagles are a disaster. Carson Wentz is a disaster. Are you busting his balls every single week, or are you kind of letting him vent a little bit so he can get over it and you guys can have a, a solid show? You know what? You know, I've often referred to Anthony as a brother from a different mother because you know we're we're a day apart. <laughs> I, I don't I don't break his balls. I don't bust his balls on that because you know, I know he has a hard time with his team. He has such high aspirations <laughs> of it, and now he realizes they stink. So we try. <laughs> I, I, I try to dance around the subject and not even bring it up. Uh, and, and, and so just so we can get through the show without him having a temper tantrum. <laughs> Man, who knew that Philadelphia Eagles football would turn like this and, gosh, if only Temple was doing their thing. And we appreciate it. Link, we appreciate it. We love listening to you and Ant on Saturday mornings. Early for us on the on the uh, the West Coast, but we love to hear it and we love to hear it on the Raiders call as well. We appreciate it. We'll do it again soon. Early for you. Imagine doing it. Doing a damn show. Just like <laughs> That's <you>. right. <laughs> it's early for you. It's early for me. I got to call. So. Uh, I thanks, guys. I appreciate it. It's good to be with you. Have a, be safe out there. Okay? See you, Link. Lincoln Kennedy. Get him on Twitter at LKennedy72. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Now. Now. Does it get any better than this? I think not. It's the John Ramos Show. Ramos. It's the John Ramos Show. It's the John Ramos Show. This is the John Ramos Sports on Fox Radio. Huh? Here's John Ramos. He says exactly what Suzanne tells him to say. Ramos. Shut up, John. (laughs) Ramos. All right. Yes. Come on, let's get up, let's do this. Good evening, everybody. We have a great show for you tonight. It's a special election edition of the John Ramos Show. Plus, it's also tearing up Thursday. Make sure to always use the hashtag, the John Ramos Show. On tonight's Tearing Up Thursday, I want to know what makes you tear up when you stub your toe. Maybe it's listening to the John Ramos Show that makes you tear up. Dan, what makes you tear up? I'm glad you asked, Well, before John, we get but- to tonight's monologue, I have a huge <laughs> announcement. I am running for another term as president of the John Rommel Show, and Ryan, my sidekick, is running as a challenger. What's oh. up with that? We will have live results for you on tonight's show. But as always, I have my sidekick, Ryan, with me. And Ryan, let's get st- things started with the NBA. Oh, let's do it, John. So good to be here. Looking forward to it. Look. Did you see what's going on with the Houston Rockets, Ryan? I did see that. Uh, They may be trying to trade James Harden or Russell Westbrook. Haven't found any trade partners yet. Yeah, that's tough, and I understand how they feel. Uh, Really? How's that? I've been looking to trade you for five years, and no one will take you. Oh, come on. Come on, John. Come on, John. You're a racist. We have a major projection right now. Oh. I'll take it from here, Wolf. These are the early results for the president of the John Rommel Show. I have I have won Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, and Iowa. <laughs> Who would win in a game of one-on-one, Adam Silver or Roger Goodell? Find out next on the John Rommel Show. Don't be pointing the finger at the thumb thing. It's the wildest thing in wrestling. Thumb thing. Come on. Nail biting thumb the thumb action. Here comes Thunderdome. 
Oh, let's I give it. Yeah. Let's give it up for Fleetwood Mac. Woo! I'm so sick of this commercial. Hey, do you guys have TikTok? <laughs> well, we'll get to that in our in-depth interview. We have a great poll question tonight, so make sure you go to John Ramos' show to vote. And as always, use the hashtag the John Ramos Show. I'm also going to give you a John Ramos Show exclusive. You won't find this anywhere else. Is LeBron James a goat? After winning his fourth <laughs> NBA championship, the answer, folks, well, it is shocking. We have a major projection right now. <laughs> yes. I'll take it from here, Wolf. These are the early results for president of the John Ramos Show. I have won Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, and, of course, North Carolina. By the way, let us check in with our guest political analyst for this evening. It's the 43rd president of the United States, George Bush. George, what's your analysis on this? It's been a while. (laughs) Should the Warriors replace Clay Thompson with Tiger Woods? That's next on the John Ramos Show. Oh, my God. Electronic Super Kerplot. By the way, that Fleetwood Mac commercial is the worst on television. That guy's got a Dreamcatcher tattoo on the side of his head, and he's drinking cranberry juice. And all of a sudden, he's a star. I haven't seen it. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's so bad. This song smells like weed. Hey, let's hear it. Let's hear it for Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Hey, don't forget about our in-depth interview. Hey, do you like cranberry juice? (laughs) We'll talk about it. Also, today is National Tire Day. Did you guys know that? Yeah. My favorite tire is the Firestone Weather Grip 215 55R17. (laughs) Jodis, everybody knows you like cars. What's your favorite tire? So glad you asked. Also, check out my new baseball podcast, which is on the Buyer Knox Podcast Network. It's called Ramos Home. And the first episode. (laughs) <laughs> the first episode, I talk about the 1991 NLCS when Sid Bream scores from second base when the Braves won the National League pennant. How did it happen? What does it mean? Where are they now? Ryan, do you have a podcast as well? I do, actually, and it's called... Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll take it from here, Wolf. <laughs> These are the early results for President of the John Wobbles Show. I have also won North Dakota, Ohio, (laughs) Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, (laughs) Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Dan, Wisconsin, Wyoming, and the District of Columbia. That's all the time we have for tonight's show. <laughs> Thanks to Fleetwood Mac for being our special musical guest. Sorry, guys. We have to get to your interview next time. And, Ryan, it's time you it's time you had to find a new backside. <laughs> wow. wow. What a show, yeah. man. Jeez. By the way, there's no way Wolf Blitzer's his real name. I don't buy it for a second. Like it, it sounds like something you order off an ice cream truck. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, it, I, like, why do I understand it? Oh, man. Oh, wait, does Isaac want to say something? Is that uh, Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it actually is his real name, and the reason I know that is because, believe it or don't, his middle name is Isaac. Oh, really? Wow. How about that? 
I'll stick with Wolf. I'm oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the map, by the way, all blue. The entire <laughs> yes. United States is blue it with is. John Ramos. It is. Uh, by the way, if somebody has a comment about uh, the John Ramos show, is there a Twitter account they can go to, John? They could go to at John Ramos show and just hashtag it. The John Ramos Show. <laughs> well done. All right. Uh, that is a phenomenal edition of the John Ramos Show. That should be appearing uh, via Zoom online in the next three months at some point. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> coming, up next, <laughs> coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, uh, Dan, check this out. There is a quarterback in the NFL who's now unlikely to play on Sunday. Ooh. Find out who we're talking about here on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up i'm john wall and i'm cj toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called point game we're now joined by three-time nba six man of the year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. 
You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. He's Jonas Knox. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug today. I want to bring in John Ramos quickly uh, just for some clarification. When they hashtag it, is it hashtag the John Ramos show or just hashtag John Ramos show? No, it's, show? it's hashtag the John Ramos show, but the account is at John Ramos show because the wouldn't fit in there, I guess. So That's right. Yeah. That technicality. That's, Less that's confusion. Right. More radio. <laughs> I thought it was National Tire Day because we were tired of the John Ramos show. <laughs> well, let's get to the press. The press. Isaac Lohenkron here to give us the headlines of the day. What's happening, Isaac? We start with social media news. Uh, after the John Ramos show just aired, I'm happy to say that as a, a result, I gained three Twitter followers. All right. I also lost 78. So unfollowed. Thanks, man. All right. We started the NFL. NFL media reporting that it's unlikely that Teddy Bridgewater will start a quarterback this Sunday for the Carolina Panthers against the Detroit Lions because of a knee injury. He has been a limited participant in practice this week. With a growing injury. They've got the Lions coming to town, and DeAndre Swift has got a concussion. So. He may not play on Sunday. He could be missing some stars. But when Teddy was hit in that game against the Buccaneers, I think we all were like, uh-oh. But uh, at least the good news, not serious. But uh, they would uh, they they would need him even against the Detroit team. And who's the, the backup quarterback was the guy from – Yeah, is uh, it P.J. Walker? Is yeah, P.J. Walker. That's yeah. who it is. Yeah, and he played for Matt Rule at Temple, correct? Yes. And then, and then I think he played in the XFL as well, too. So, you know, that's interesting to watch. I mean, you know, not good it's for like them, nightmare. but it's interesting to watch. I don't think it's a nightmare. I don't think that's nice to say, but, you know. I don't even know if the Upper Peninsula of Michigan will get that game. In, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Dan, jeez. <laughs> Uh, elsewhere, speaking of that region of the country, Green Bay Packers receiver Devontae Adams, of course, he played through an ankle injury this past Sunday, limited in practice yesterday, saying afterwards the idea is to play Sunday against the Colts in Indianapolis. However, Adams did not practice at all today. Relax. Mm. Okay. He, now, here's the problem. They kept him out for what felt like a week or two too long with the hamstring issue. If they took it that safe with that during that time of the year, as we start to gear up for the postseason, this feels like he probably won't play. That's what it feels like to me. Now, uh, Dan, I'm not a doctor, but th- those make the best kind on sports radio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Uh, I, think, I think they could be in for something. If they don't have Devontae Adams, I think that the Colts' defense shuts down that running game. Uh, could be something we talk about on the I Want Your Flex podcast that drops tomorrow. Ooh. But uh, I think, yeah, I think that the Colts may have something for Green Bay this weekend. Very smooth. I'm yeah. a doctor, not a coal miner. Very smooth <laughs> with that plug in there, by the way. Let's shift over to the NBA. Mark Medina of USA Today. 
Speaking with Bob Myers, the general manager of the Golden State Warriors today regarding Klay Thompson's season-ending Achilles tear, and Myers saying, quote, I'm not comparing this to what a lot of people are going through right now. There are people who are suffering and illnesses that can't be cured in the world, but in my job, these are the calls where the color drains from your face, unquote. Why does he haven't even have to qualify that? Yeah, we get it, but No one's comparing Klay Thompson tearing his Achilles to somebody getting covid why is it? Why is that even a qualifier? Right. Do you think? Do you, was he? Was is like the color leaving Rudy Giuliani's face today? Oh, that was rolling down his on. face. Right. I, okay. My God, Dad. The hair dye. Okay. The guy can't tuck in his pants or his shirt. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't tuck in your pants. Now that I think about it. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Are we done, or do we have one more? We have one more. <laughs> okay. We have exabitants. We have a trio of uh, Shams Charania tidbits. Gordon Hayward of the Celtics opting out of his thirty-four million dollar deal for next season. He'll become a free agent. Avery Bradley, what's with you? Oh no, it's, it's not what's with you, Jonas. This is how you always are. What? Sorry. Lakers guard Avery Bradley declining his option to become a free agent, and the Thunder in serious talks to move Kelly Oubre to the Warriors. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. More like Gordon Wayward. Oh, <laughs> I'm not saying anything else, Jonas. I'm leaving on a high note with that one. Uh, it's good stuff today. I, I would, you know, John, how much time's left? I'm sorry, he just uh, can't hear anymore. What did he say? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton buildings 
is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.